What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Flipping It, the podcast all about reselling. On this week's episode, I'm going to be doing Garage Sale Talks number nine. And if you're not familiar with the series, it's kind of just a series on what I talk about, um, how my weekend went garage selling. Um, I kind of just get my breakdown on like what I thought, um, what I was able to do, um, where I went, why I went there, and I kind of just talk about what happened this weekend. So this weekend was a huge weekend. It's one of the biggest weekends I've probably ever had or one of the biggest weekends I've ever had which is awesome because I've been saying that a lot recently. Um, so it feels really good to have a lot of great weekends. Garage sales have been really great recently. So let's get into this weekend. I actually went out of my way a little bit from where I usually go. The place that I usually go is closer to where I live, obviously. Um, I actually traveled north about 30 minutes because the, around my area just wasn't good. And there was like 12 sales max, I think. And actually, and the, sale, the one I went to up north a little bit, uh, actually, it's... It's a weird thing they have in their uh, city or town um, where they can only have garage sales once a month. So it's like a town-wide thing of that entire town. You can, well, technically you're only allowed to, supposed to have one sale a month, but I don't know how strict it is because obviously I do see other sales there throughout the other weeks. But this was like the week for the sales in that town. So a lot of people are participating and it was insane. Like I've never seen this many garage sales in a town ever there was so many sales down every single street of the entire t- uh, city. And it's a big city. Uh, it's the city of Santa Ana for all my SoCal people that know. Um, Santa Ana is a big city. Like There were so many sales. Like I just can't put it into words how many sales there were. Uh, I couldn't get to any of them. There's absolutely no way. But I picked out the, I cherry-picked the best ones, and those are the ones I went to. So the first stop I went to uh, was, was massive. Like I saw the ad for this. Uh, and it just advertised exactly what I look for video games, video game consoles, controllers, everything. They also had like Funko Pops. They had like Funko, like big Funkos that I'll talk about. Um, they just like had everything I looked for. So obviously I wanted to get there. Uh, and that sale was at seven. It was about 30 minutes away from me. So it was about a six, six to six fifteen start. Uh, I drove, I always usually like to get there about 15, 10 to 15 minutes early. Uh, which actually didn't really matter this week because the guy ended up being late. So the sale was supposed to start at 7 o'clock, so I usually like to get there at 6.45, uh, but the guy just wasn't showing up. He also had his number in the ad, um, so I did give him a quick text, and I was like, hey, we're here, Like, we're just wondering when you're going to be here. So he ends up showing up around 7.15, and it was probably uh, one of the most unorganized garage sales I've ever been to. Like, It wasn't even in his front yard. It was actually in his backyard, which was interesting. That doesn't usually happen, but it was just like bins. He had like bins and he just threw them out. I He's probably a seller um, just by the stuff he has, but he was giving his stuff away for like cheap. So maybe he's like overselling or I don't know, but he had um, he had a lot of great stuff for super cheap. So I was really excited about that. Uh, he obviously I said there was video games, consoles, everything. And I um, basically just got a ton of stuff, put it all into like a, bu- a box I found there uh, and I was able to get. Uh, there's like 15 Nintendo Switch cases um, that I got. Some like the bigger versions. Uh, some of them are like Zelda related, uh, Mario Kart related. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other ones, but I found about 15 to 20 of them. Um, I also got these 10 inch Funko Pops. Uh, they're the Funko Pikachu and Funko Bulbasaur, uh, and they're going for around 50 to 60 each. Uh, so that was a great find. I also found about 20 games, uh, Xbox games mostly. Uh, some PlayStation games, and there's also a DS game. Uh, there's also an Apple TV, uh, a Nintendo Entertainment uh, like Joy-Con stick that you can like plug in. 
there was also Nintendo watches. So there's like a, a Nintendo Entertainment System watch. Uh, I forget the other ones, but there was a couple of those. There was also the Mario Kart uh, remote control car. It was actually just the car, unfortunately, no remote. Uh, but those still go for a good amount of money. Uh, I found a 3DS, uh, the 3DS Nintendo DS. Uh, and there's also two Nintendo 64 controllers. And then I also found some like random Funko stuff uh, there. Besides the pops, there's I bought a, I got a bunch of Simpsons ones. I got the uh, Philly Fanatic Funko uh, and a bunch of other things. So that was my first stop of the day. And it's always great to have a great first stop because what at least the way I look at it is like I found a bunch of great stuff. So everything I find after it's like plus like so I don't have to worry about not finding anything because I usually I always find stuff throughout the day on garage sales. Like I'm pretty confident that I'll find stuff. But in the back of my mind, I always just have it like, oh, what if I don't find anything, you know? But it always usually ends up working out. Uh, so that was the first time. I ended up paying 160 bucks for all that stuff, uh, which was, I think is a great deal. Um, so far, I haven't gotten to listing a lot of it, but I have sold one of the Switch cases. Uh, so far, I sold it for t- $10. Bucks. Um, so good sale, but nothing crazy. So I'm still getting around to listing everything else. Uh, the second stop was actually almost just as good. I found a Nintendo Wii console. I love finding those. I had all the uh, wires and everything there. And then the games I found there also was, there was about 15 games, uh, but these were Xbox one and, uh, PS4 games. And a couple of them were actually brand new sealed. So that was super exciting to find those. Uh, obviously I'll probably end up selling those on Amazon. Uh, but there were some PS4 games like Call of Duty Black Ops 4. I've sold that before. I think I sold that around like $27 just for that one game alone. Uh, there's also like Skyrim. There were some other good, uh, titles in there as well. I also found two Xbox 360 controllers. Those are great. Always pick those up. Uh, there was a Wii controller and there was also like this vintage champion Shaquille O'Neal jersey, um, which I don't know exactly how much they go for but I'm sure I can get at least probably 30 bucks for that uh, isn't in the best condition but as I said I think Shaq jerseys can go for about 30 to 40 um, and it, I ended up paying 85 bucks for everything there um, which I'm really excited about because those brand new uh, games are gonna bring a lot of money uh, then the next stop I had really great stops first three stops were the best three stops of the day um, which I find that actually works out most times um, just because, especially if you're early, like this wasn't the earliest. Um, as I said, I got to the first one at 7:15 ish when it actually started. Um, so not that early. I know like 6 a.m. starts. Um, but the earlier you go, the more likely that you're gonna have good stuff. Um, so this is a fa- uh the next stop was a Disney thing. There's a bunch of Disney collectible stuff. Um, and did some research on before the sale. Uh, and I looked up some of the stuff, and they. Had a bunch of great stuff. Unfortunately, a lot of the stuff was gone already. Um, but I was able to find these Funkos. Uh, the, they're actually the Disney Store Funkos. It was the Jack, Skellen, Jack Skeleton uh, Funko. Uh, the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. And then the Evil Queen Funko. And I actually already had listed these. I messed up pretty big on them. I ended up paying 6 bucks each. So $18 total, which is a bit high for what I thought they were. Um, so there's obviously the Disney store. Apparently that's like a big thing. I had no idea. Um, so I listed them under like the regular one. Um, just thinking that it was like the regular one that just says Disney on it. But apparently people are looking for Disney store branded Funko Pops. 
Um, and I did not realize that. So I'm going to get into this next little story. I ended up listing them and they sold within 30 seconds. I'm not even joking. It was like literally 30 seconds of me listing them. They sold. Um, so I ended up selling the Jack Skeleton one for, I think it was 12 bucks and the Beast one for uh, 15 bucks. Um, which was fair pricing based on the ones that I saw sold comps, but yeah, they sold super, super fast. And then I was just getting constant messages like, Oh, are these still available? Like, I'll give you 50 bucks. Like I'll give you 40 bucks. Like people just messaging me like, Oh, I'm really looking for this. Like, do you have any more Disney store Funkos? And I was like, what did I just do? Like I completely messed up on this. Um, and I really felt bad. Like I don't ever do this ever. Um, but I did cancel the orders cause I just didn't want to sell them at that cheap. Um, and I did more research obviously after I got all these questions and the Jack skeleton one probably can get like 50 to 60 for it. And the beast one is probably around the same, a little bit higher maybe for that one. So I did end up canceling the order. It did hurt. Um, the guy was actually surprisingly cool with it. So I basically just made up an excuse. I said, I'm sorry. They're like my family's, um, I was told I can sell them, but I, she said like, she's mad at me now. Like I kind of just like made up an excuse like, oh, like my mom's mad at me that I wasn't supposed to sell them. Like, I'm so, so sorry. Um, and just kind of felt, I felt really bad for doing it. Um, but I kind of figured that the guy probably figured that I was going to cancel them because I gave him a huge deal. Like it was a huge discount. So definitely be careful on that. Like I, I think that's probably the first time I've ever like canceled orders because most of the time I've just like taken the loss. And be like, oh, shoot, like, I guess I could have gotten more for that. Uh, but I didn't do my research enough, and I got bit in the butt for it. Luckily, the guy was cool with it, and he didn't have any, like, repercussions. So that's that. So definitely be on the lookout for Disney uh, Store Funko Pops. Apparently, that that's a big thing. Um, definitely be on the lookout for those. Uh, throughout the day, I also went to this church sale, and I was so excited. I love church sales so much. If you guys can find church sales, definitely go to them, especially if you're a bookseller. Uh, maybe not so much if you don't sell books, but for books, church sales are the best. Like, they have so many books at church sales. It's crazy. Like, I don't think I've really ever been to one that, like, doesn't have books at all. And when they have books, they usually have, like, at least two tables, if not, like, 20 tables full of books or, like, whole rooms full of books. So if you're a bookseller, go to church sales. They're amazing. Um, this one was actually on the slower end of amount of books they had. It was about two tables full of books, but they were unscanned. Like no one has scanned the books previously. And at this point it was about eight 30. Um, so it was a bit surprising. Maybe there's just not as many booksellers, uh, as where I went this week. And cause usually around my house, uh, a lot of the books have been scanned through and, um, uh, I usually don't find a ton of books, but maybe people just didn't know about this church sale. I'm not too sure. Um, but they were unscanned and, they were such good books. Like I was scanning through them. As I said, there wasn't that many books. There's maybe, uh, 150 to 200 books, which isn't a lot, um, compared to a lot of the other church sales. Um, I ended up pulling around 35 books, but the books I got, I only, I only paid $12 and 50 cents for the books. Uh, they were so good. Like I was scanning 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 15 bucks, 12 bucks, 30 bucks. Like it was just constant, like accepts. Uh, for good pricing, the average sale price of the book, I would say is about 20 bucks. Um, so that was a huge score. And I actually, um, finished the shipment for the books 
Uh, it was from my whole day Saturday, and then I did a sourcing trip for books on Monday. Uh, it was 94 units total for books, uh, $1,960 in gross sales. I only spent $98 on all the books, on all 94 of the books. Um, and then it was $1,012 potential profit with the 400,000 sales rank, which is really good. Uh, if you know about book selling 400,000 for an average sales rank, uh, I'm very happy with that. So if you're not selling books, I really recommend it. Uh, I've obviously talked about books a ton on the podcast. Uh, super low buy cost. Potential profit is there big time. You get a ton of return on books just because they're so cheap and you can sell them for quite a bit of money. Uh, especially uh, church books, which, which is why I really like uh, sales. Um, like religious books do really well on Amazon, um, which is a huge reason I love church sales uh, for finding books. So then throughout the rest of the day, uh, it was kind of slow, but I was still able, as I said before, to go to a ton of sales. So I did find a bunch of stuff. I found just more books throughout the day. I also found about 10 to 12 more video games, uh, which was great. I obviously always love finding video games. I also found these Doc Martin industrial like steel toe boots, which are really, really heavy boots. Um, they're a little bit ripped up on the toe, but I don't think that's that big of a deal, um, especially for those kind of boot uh, boots. Uh, but they only paid three bucks for them and they're selling for, for around 50 to 60 bucks on uh, eBay. So that's kind of my whole day. Um, just found a bunch of books, a bunch of games. Uh, it was a really, really exciting day. That first stop was massive. And fun little story, the guy might actually have, um, if he will respond back to my text messages because I said I had his number. Um, he said he had a bunch of PS3 controllers. Uh, so I may or may not be able to get my hands on a bunch of PS3 controllers. Uh, I did text him about it. He said he has them. He sent me a picture, uh, but now he's not really responding. So I'm not sure what's up with that. Uh, but I will obviously keep you guys update up to date on that. He had like a whole gay lord of PS3 controllers, um, which I wish I had, but he has them. So hopefully I can make a deal work with him. He did send me, he said he's asking like five bucks a piece for them, which is great because you can sell them on Amazon. Or I, I don't know if everyone's ungated, but I am ungated on Amazon and they're selling for around 28 bucks a piece. So I would really love to get my hands on up those. I'll obviously keep you up to date if I do. And then another thing that happened this week, I hit 100,000 book scans on Scout IQ. Uh, I've only really been scanning since February. So it's only been about um, eight months or so uh, that I've been scanning. So... I'm really excited with that. Like a hundred thousand, hundred thousand. I wish a hundred thousand dollars. Um, hundred thousand book scans, uh, is great. Like I'm really happy with that. I can't believe I've scanned that many books. And honestly, I've probably scanned even more than that. Um, just based on, I didn't always use Scout IQ. I, I use Scoutly for a little bit of time. Um, and then I obviously just scan with Seller Central sometimes, but the number on Scout IQ is over a hundred thousand now. Uh, so definitely, Get out there and get your scans in. I am curious. Let me guys let me know what your guys' scans are at uh, and how long you've been scanning books. And then kind of just a little tip I have, uh, something I've personally been working on as well, um, is finding like book plugs like and at getting like backroom access to books. Uh, I personally have one. I have two now um, that let me know when they have books they want to get rid of. So what I mean by uh, getting backroom access is obviously – this is mostly for thrift stores. Uh, you can do it for like bookstores, but I tend to notice, at least the ones I've asked, they don't allow backroom access. Um, and what it is is basically just getting access to the books before they come out onto the shelves. So what I personally have done and what's personally worked for me 
is I just ask, you just ask, like literally just ask like, Oh, do you like do backroom access? The way I did it is I kind of did it in a way where I offered a service to them um, because obviously thrift stores get donated so many books. Like they have so many book donations all the time. And a lot of the times, especially this is, I'm more talking about the mom and pops, um, not really the Goodwills or like Salvation Armies. Um, they obviously have own processes that they use. They sell themselves. Like I know Goodwill sells books and everything on Amazon themselves. So I probably wouldn't go there. Maybe if you want to buy Gaylords from them, you could do that way. But I'm talking more of mom and pop shops. The way I've done it is I just ask, like, like I, I, I kind of just do it this way. I'm like, oh, I'm sure you guys get donated a bunch of books. Like, do you guys have a person that like uh, recycles those books for you? So like the ones you don't want to put on the shelves, um, like they'll recycle them for you. It's kind of the way I put it. I probably worded it a bit different, but basically offered a service to them where I'll take their trash books, like the books that they deem as trash, um, and just kind of take, I'll take all of them and I'm not paying anything for these books. Like these books are free. Um, and a lot of the times I've noticed, especially the way I see it is because they get donated a ton of books and they obviously don't want to sort through all of those books. They'd rather just throw them in a box and give them to me. Obviously they do want to keep some books for their shelves and they will do that. But if, especially if they get a big book donation, like the, the lady I'm talking to super nice. Um, she's like, yeah, I kind of just like throw, throw them in there. And then I was actually there one day. She's like, oh, well you can just have these ones. And then kind of just pulled from the shelves and just threw into a box and gave them to me. Um, just because she didn't want them anymore. And they've been sitting on the shelves, you know, they, a ton of different reasons. Um, but having that ability to just throw them in a box, it's so nice and it's more convenient for them. Uh, it takes a lot less time. So it is a plus for them because they're getting rid of their inventory. And a lot of the times um, they don't have space. Like space is tough for a lot of these small mom and pop thrift stores uh, because they do take pretty much all donations. And a lot of the donations they get are trash. Um, so some of them will just go straight to the trash. But my point is they don't really understand what a good book is for Amazon. Um, so I've gotten actually donated a textbook that I've sold on Amazon for $170. I got it for free from them. They deemed it as a trash book. Uh, I did that in air quotes. Well, obviously you can't see that, but they deemed it as a trash book, gave it to me. I sold it on Amazon for $170. It was like a calculus AP textbook. Freaking nuts. I was so excited with that book. And that is not even like uncommon. They, I've been given so many books like that. Not $170, but like 50, 40, 12, 20. Like they give you a lot of great books. So go to your mom and pop thrift stores. Ask if they have anyone that like uh, recycles their books for them. Kind of just build that relationship. Ask if they would even be interested in it. Um, the way mine went down was they said they used to have someone. And I was like, oh, well, you guys used to like, if you'd like to do it again, I'd be more than happy to just take all the books that you don't want. And it was a little awkward at first based on pricing because um, they were going to end up charging me for the books. Uh, but then the first one they just gave to me. And then kind of after that, they've just been free since. And now I just get a text once or twice a week. Like I have books for you. Um, and then I just drive down and pick up all the books. Like it's about 10 minute drive, get the free books, come home. I usually net around... 90 to a hundred dollars in profit on each one. And another question I'm sure you have is like, how do you get rid of the bad books? Um, which is obviously a common question. I've answered it before. If you go on my Nicholas Woolsey podcast, 
Um, he is obviously, he, he, uh, sells books in bulk a lot. So he obviously has the issue of having bad books. Um, what I do personally is I just give them away for free as well. Um, so I'll scan all the books that I want and I'll keep all of them. And because I don't have a lot of space either, I'd rather just give them away. So it's, it's working both ways. So what I do is I just take photos of the books. I usually just have them in the box already that they give me. And I just say two boxes of free books, post them on Facebook Marketplace, and I almost always get a response within the same day. Um, someone wanting them, maybe they're another bookseller, maybe they just want them for their library or whatever, and I just have them come by and pick them up. So I do the same thing that the thrift store is doing because I see it more as a time thing. Like I obviously probably could like do a book sale if I want to, like once a week or once every other week, um, get books out and sell them. Uh, I know people have, have done a lot of success with that, uh, but I don't think I have enough volume of books to do that. Maybe eventually uh, when I start building more relationships, but for me right now, I just want to get rid of the books. So that's the way I do it. Uh, I know you could obviously go to other bookstores then they do like credit. I haven't found one of those either, so I don't have that option, but I do know those are out there. So you can maybe go to another bookstore uh, and they'll give you credit for your books um, and then you can just scan the books that they have and then use the store credit. Uh, I really want to find one of those stores around me, but I have yet to do that. Um, other options, yeah, just give them away for free. You could try and give them away, but like charge for them. So like post them on Facebook Marketplace and ask uh, like book for a dollar. Uh, you can maybe try and sell them on eBay. I haven't had much luck with that. I haven't really tried it, if I'm being honest. Um, but there's a ton of different ways you can get rid of the books. Um, you could obviously just donate them back to another thrift store if you'd like. It's all, it's up to you. What There's so many options to get rid of the bad books, but building that relationship with the thrift stores, oh, I obviously am talking mom and pops. Um, build those mom and pop relationships with thrift stores offered as a service, as like a recycling service for you to get free books and just go around to all of the local ones in your area, see what happens. Uh, and if you do go out, please let me know how it works, um, what you find works the best, and if you're able to actually build this relationship. I'm really curious. Uh, but this is going to wrap up this week's episode, uh, the episode number, uh, I don't even know what episode we're on. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode. It's been episode number 38. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast this week, a um, bit longer. So I, hopefully you like that. I kind of just ranted a little bit, but I thought it was a great episode. Hopefully that works for you. Uh, and if you do uh, go out and try and build those relationships with the thrift stores, please let me know if it works, if it doesn't work. Uh, hopefully just trying to help you guys out, um, from what I personally have done. Um, so I know it's worked for me. Um, maybe you guys have the same result. Hopefully you do. Uh, but I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode, episode number 38 and keep on flipping.